welcome to episode 41 of the Niche to Profit Show here on the Vegas Video Network. Woo! I'm so excited. Uh, today, I am bringing on Michael Brown, or Mike Brown. He says he doesn't care what I call him. I can call him anything. Murphy Brown. No, we'll call him Mike. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? You have to be of a certain age to know what that term means here. But anyway, he is the founder and owner of Death Wish Coffee. Um, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'm not excited about coffee in and of itself, but this is a phenomenal brand. And uh, for all of you, this is what the show is about. It is called Niche to Profit. And this is a coffee niche, but even more importantly, he's really gone into a niche. So I'm, I'm really excited to bring him on to let him tell you how he went from an idea to having a Super Bowl commercial. Okay, that's really, really huge. Uh, I'm just amazing. Uh, so I am your host, Danny Ackerman, also known as the Danny App. I'm called the Danny App because of my uh, nearly two decades in the online world and and learning to develop a niche and selling online. Uh, but also because I help online sellers who are struggling, slow sales, frustrations, not making enough money. Uh, that's what I do. So um, there's no app. I am the app. Okay. I clear up that confusion right there. So uh, we are the Niche to Profit Show. And on here, you're going to see some real live transformations of listings that need some help and aren't selling and get some ideas. Uh, we look at some hot sales. I am I am really jazzed about today's hot sales. So please uh, stick around and watch that because I'm going to show you how all of this comes to fruition from struggling with a why won't they buy item to hot sale. Uh, and so we have some of those today and we're going to play another round of Pick It or Pass It. And I am adding an extremely valuable prize today. So you don't want to miss your opportunity for that. We are live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time on vegasvideonetwork.com forward slash live. And we have a live chat where you can come in and play along with the show and ask questions. So real quick, before I introduce uh, Michael, I have to share with you, I took a little trip to California and I picked up the beginnings of my new product line and we have some pictures. There we go. Um, if you watch the show, you'll a couple episodes ago, I had on Ionthe, who is the owner of Objects with Purpose. She makes these incredible wearable candles. Um, they're actually burning in the studio now when I come in <laughs> to do the show. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but I delivered to her all of these little vintage glass and porcelain containers, and she's now pouring candles for me. So it's an all new line for uh, utterly good stuff. And really, really excited to carry these. And I, I got to tell you guys, my husband is Mr. And he's, I'm pointing over here because he's over here in the green room over here. Uh, he is allergic to everything. Can't have any scent. I can't wear perfume. I can't do anything because he's allergic. And we walked into Iante's workshop studio where she does all this. And it's like, it is like, just like you are overwhelmed with the smells. He didn't sneeze once. Not once. So, so what she said was true. Her fragrances are truly 
uh, hypoallergenic. So come over, buy some candles from Utterly Good Stuff. They're awesome. All right. So let me introduce uh, Michael Brown, who is the uh, founder, owner of Death Wish Coffee. Uh, I love that name. Uh, So um, Michael started out as Saratoga Coffee Traders in Saratoga Springs, New York. Hey, there's his little shop. Very inviting little place. Uh, But I got to tell you, I mean, this is all good, but... I love and I and I'm I want to bring him on and ask him how he went from this this does not say like death wish caffeine <laughs> to me. Uh so I want to know how he went from this to death wish coffee. So so Michael, that's going to be my first question for you. <laughs> Welcome. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. So uh you started Death Wish Coffee in 2012. So it's about what, 3 years old, give or take. And uh you started as Saratoga Coffee Traders in Saratoga Springs, New York. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that all began for you? Sure. Yeah, I actually was an accountant before I was even in the coffee world at all. And I didn't love my job. I threw in the towel one day and decided to Go into the coffee business. I didn't know anything about coffee shops or coffee, the whole coffee industry. So I, I just jumped right into it. And it wasn't the best decision because I went through a lot of my money really early. Um, I bought a coffee shop in 2008. And between 2008 and 2011, I went from having a decent amount of money in the bank to being pretty broke. Uh, Pretty much to the point where I had to sell my house, move back in with my mother, and borrow money from her to, to meet payroll. So things weren't really going all that great. And my customers would come in all the time and ask me for their strongest cup of coffee, or my strongest cup of coffee, sorry. And, you know, I, I, I'd give them what I thought was the strongest, but I knew there had to be something stronger out there. So, you know, I went online, I looked for what the strongest coffee on Google was and there wasn't anything on there and I was like wait a minute there's there's no strong cup of coffee on Google this doesn't this this isn't right and I saw I saw an opportunity so um at that point I decided to throw some coffee beans together I did some research and I got some samples in from a bunch of importers um and and local coffee roasters um tried different ones out until I found a strong coffee blend that that tasted great and I tested it out on my customers in my coffee shop, and they liked it. They gave me great reviews. Um, I thought, hey, wait a minute, maybe I could sell this online and make the extra money I need to keep the doors open at this coffee shop. So that's what I did. I I, I made a website, um, put it online. I ran some Facebook ads, got my first sale, and you know the good reviews started coming in. And you know, if, once the good reviews started coming in, they were like gold for me. I just kept taking those good reviews and reposting them and using them all over the website and using those reviews to, to sell more of the product. And so the name Death Wish came from, well, I had this strong coffee blend and I didn't really know what to call it at the time. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't call it, I, I didn't want to call it Saratoga Coffee, you know, Saratoga Coffee Traders Blend. That's too um, calm. I needed something. <laughs> That's too, I mean, I, th- I think pretty. Yeah, edgy. <laughs> yeah, edgy. There, there's a good word. Yes. Um, so you said some really brilliant things. Let me just, let me just back up a minute because you, you just said some really brilliant things and you just rattled them off as if they were just ingrained in you, which makes you a genius. 
Um, <laughs> but first, you thought, gosh, my customers are asking for something. You were listening to your customers. And anybody can do this. You guys, listen to what your customers are saying. Did you ask them questions about when, when you started hearing they were asking for the, did there was a, a question you asked back or, or anything that you got to gather more data to, to come up with this idea? Yeah, they were looking for a dark roast, but they're also looking for a lot of caffeine. So, you know, I know from the, just working in the coffee industry for the past few years, the dark roast don't always have the most caffeine. Sometimes it's a lighter roast and sometimes it's a total different, totally different type of coffee being all together. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I was slow enough at the time where I could have these long conversations with my customers. And I mean, I guess it was a good thing. <laughs> it <laughs> worked out back, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I found out exactly what they wanted, what they're looking for. I, I mean, so that so that right there, um, uh, there's so many businesses that miss the mark on that. Your customers are your data. I mean, they are your they're the people that you need to go to and find out what am I missing here? What could be done better? Um, so number one, there's your first stroke of genius is listening to your customers. And then you went to Google. It sounds like a simple thing, right? Just to go to Google to look and see if this problem is being solved. Um, but really what you did is you solved a problem. People wanted a stronger coffee. Boom. And it sounds simple, but really how many people see something like that, kind of pass it by like, yeah, I'm sure somebody else has already come up with that. But no, you did your homework. You dug a little deeper. Um, that's incredible. And um, and then what you've you've done is built this tremendous community and following, which we're, we're going to get into a, a little bit later here. Um, so you didn't just want to sell coffee. You niched into the strongest coffee do you say in the world is it the yeah we're known as the strongest coffee in the world um by many um, we have tons of i'd say thousands and thousands now of you know customers that'll back that up and we've actually you know we've been on caffeineinformer.com they reported that we were the strongest coffee in the huffington post and you know we've actually recently done some tests to you know, just see, you know, see if that, see if their tests were true, and 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 our tests fell in line with what they were saying. So, um, I don't like to focus on the caffeine aspect, but it's a big aspect of the, the strong coffee, and you know, ours ours is hitting the mark. Yeah, well, the thing that that does for you is gives you a very specific demographic that you can reach out to uh, for your marketing. I mean, there are a certain group of people who need that strong coffee in the morning. I am, I'm not one of them. I have to, I don't drink coffee, but my husband is so excited that this box came in the mail today. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. And I just, I'm, your branding I, is brilliant, by the way. Black box, deathwishcoffee.com. Uh, and by the way, this came through Amazon. Let me just say, and he's got his website and his branding on the box. You can do that. Um, and you got the skull and crossbones. Let's see if you guys can see that skull. You've, you've just put this together so well. This is not, you know, this is, this is not a sweet little old lady's cup of coffee coffee. You know, that is not who you're reaching out to. 
You're reaching out to. No, it's definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. People who need, they got to get up in the morning and they need that boost of coffee. Um, I'm going to take it. This is the unveiling here. Oh, and I love it. I get a sticker. I've got a sticker in the box too. That's so cool. I now have a Death Wish coffee sticker. Um, And then you've got your packaging. Um, I know what I've got here. I've got Death Wish coffee. Ooh, it smells good too. Yeah, we wanted people to be excited about the uh, the unboxing. Yes, you know, there's YouTube videos, YouTube videos out there of just people unboxing different products. So it's it's one of those. It's kind of a make or break point, and you want people to be excited. And throwing in something extra doesn't hurt either. It's an extra surprise and delight. At you know, hey, I got something for free. Yeah. And those stickers they put everywhere. They put them on their computers. They put them. Well, they wear them around. Again, <laughs> genius. Number one, you gave me something I wasn't expecting to get. And I'm super excited because it's a cool sticker. And number two, now they put it on things and they're advertising for you. So you are a super smart guy. That's why I had you on the show. Um, I think I have a smart team, I think. I'm, I don't know how smart yeah, I am. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I put a good team together around me right now. So they're, they, they We have a picture of your things. team. We, we can actually awesome. we can show your team. This is such a cool picture. There they are. <clears throat> What's the guy wearing the stickers on his glasses and on his face? What is that? (laughs) Yeah, that's John. He does. He's like he's camera shy, but (laughs) he's like one of my. He's probably the most. He's like the number two in command. He's the most valuable guy. He can basically do anything. That's awesome. He's one of those like go go getters, and he doesn't stop for anything. He doesn't let anything get in his way. <laughs> so now you've gone from this idea that, okay, there's no uh, really strong coffee out there. I got to come up with a strong coffee. And so you've now decided you're going to develop um, what would become Death Wish Coffee. So while we go out and we source different things, you had to source beans. Um, so mm-hmm. you got really good at sourcing coffee beans, right? Right. Um, and then I didn't know that. I mean, there's like... Was the flavor developed through like the roasting process, and and you you knew a lot about coffee, obviously, to do this. Yeah, coffee. I I can give you like the quick rundown <laughs> if you for all the for everyone who wants to know about coffee. You know, coffee gets their flavor either from the beans, where they're you know, or where the beans are grown, or it gets its coffee from the roast. Um, the roasting process. So there's ways to hide the taste of bad beans if you well, with a good roast, um, but you really can't hide, you know, a, a bad roasting job. So there's, yeah, there's, you know, there's there's things that you know that we do. I have a great roaster. Um, and we have we a picture of him beans, too. So. Oh, we have, you do? <laughs> yeah, we have the picture of the roaster. Of course we do. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's showing. John okay. And, and <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a you know top of the line roaster. Um, it's a Loring. It's the most efficient roaster on the market. We're very um, environmentally friendly, um, at least we try to be, and you know our customers appreciate that. So, if you were selling coffee and tea and lemonade and sodas, you couldn't be as good as what you do as if you niched straight into like the coffee and got really good at coffee. Looking for you to like, back me up because your, your brand says yeah. this, <laughs> um, which is your distractions come through every day. And yes, it's it's, it's it's very hard to stay focused. Yeah, and a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I can't go too tight on a niche because if I do that, I'm going to lose out on all this business out there. And that's why I'm so glad you came on because you are the epitome of 
how niche you can get, not just coffee, but the world's strongest coffee. I mean, you've really fine-tuned focused on that, which is which has been tremendously successful for you. So let's talk about how you how you built the brand. So you've got your coffee place, you listen to your customers. Now you've you've done your research and you've sourced the right beans and the stuff. So now you have to actually develop and build not just the coffee itself, but how do you market that? How do you brand that? What were the steps you took to make that happen? So basically, I mean, I knew I knew I had a great product. You know, my reviews are coming in; they were great. Um, so I started with the reviews, putting the reviews on my website. Um, and then from there, I started on the social networks, and I created, you know, my Facebook page, my Twitter account, <clears throat> and I started running Twitter ads to get followers. And I guess the the biggest the biggest or, or best thing I did to get to build the brand was I, re- I reached out to influencers who shared the same target market that I was going for, and. I sent them my product. I asked them to, to sample it and write a review if they wanted to. And you know, luckily they were they they liked the way the product looked. They liked the way it tastes. They wrote reviews, and I was able to tap into their audiences. And you know, we still still do that now. It's one of those those things that you know it never it never gets old. And and big things could happen if the if the, your if your product falls into the right person's hands and and they love it and they have a giant audience. Um, you know, then all of their their audience becomes your customers, and it's 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 crazy how it's been working out. And it's one of those, you know, you're talking about niche, like niche products. Um, that's like my niche marketing strategy. That's that's one like strategy. I, you know, I keep going back to, um, and I have niche customers too. I have my customers who are my best customers, and I'll spend the most time and effort making sure they're happy and 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 putting things in in front of them where. You know, it just helps the the business in the long run. Yeah, and there again, a lot of really great lessons in there. Um, and it goes back to that building the community. I mean, you are you're out there on social media. Um, I believe that's where I connected with you. Uh, yes. <laughs> and what I saw when so, and we're going to get into your we're going to get into your Super Bowl commercial here in a minute because this is super exciting. Um, but you built this community, and you. I, got into this contest to get a Super Bowl commercial if you got, it was a voting thing. And how many entries were in that? How many were you competing against? There were 15,000 businesses uh, 15,000. Yeah. 15,000. <laughs> um, so, I, of course, I got on board. Um, those who, who follow me saw me posting like crazy. Come vote for Death with Coffee. I know this guy. Um and then I saw you got Lisa from Ice Road Truckers. And I thought, yes. You know, even before I saw her post on social media, I watched the show. Okay, I watch it. I have a 10-year-old son. We watch Ice Road Truckers. I saw her wearing the hoodie and I thought, "Wait a minute. That's a Death Wish coffee hoodie. How do you do that?" Uh, and then, of course, she went out and she helped you in your contest, too. And, and you got this amazing community out there voting for you to win the Super Bowl commercial. So tell me about that whole process and, and how that went for you. Sure. So 
Intuit has a small business big game competition. They've had it only twice so far, and it seems like they're doing it every other year. And you know, I saw it pop up in my my, my Facebook news feed, and I went in and I filled out the application and, and and got involved in the process. And a lot of it was just posting on their social network, which is called Own It, and answering questions, making a video about my business, taking pictures on my business, and showing showing what what it's like to be an entrepreneur because the whole the whole competition is about small business entrepreneurship um from there you know there was three phases there is a there is the initial um entry phase where 15,000 businesses entered then there was a um they narrowed the 15,000 businesses down to the top 10 and that and that phase was was judged totally on i think it was through internally um with intuit and then when it got down to the final 10, the final phase was just a vote off for everyone. Everyone in America could, could vote. It was, it was they, they picked the winner. So, I mean, Intuit had nothing to do with it at that point. So it was my job to go out there and get as many votes as possible. And I did it the same way I drive sales. I, you know, reached out to the influencers that, that I knew already that had, you know, become brand ambassadors for me in the past that have. Um, bought our product and, and liked us. I'm very, we're very active on social media um, as a company. We spend a lot of time on it, and I think that's mm-hmm. why we're successful. We, we're yes. very consistent. We're very consistent. We we try to drive interaction over anything. It's we want to have a conversation with our customers. So, I mean, it's not. There's no real shortcuts there. It's we're constantly. I have a small team. There were six of us at the time we entered, but we were always on social media, answering questions, liking people who who. Liking people's com- comments, who commented on our stuff, and yeah, we were just really consistent. And, and, and through that, we were able to f- get some great brand ambassadors. Um, Lisa Kelly was one of them. Todd Dewey, he, he's on a couple of the Discovery Channel shows. Um, the Time Bandit from the Deadliest Catch, you know, we have a good relationship with them as well. And Zach Wild from the Black Label Society. He's our rock star brand ambassador. We actually do a private private label label coffee for him, um, which we sell on our site and on on Amazon as well. That, it's just awesome. And community is so important now. Didn't used to be. There didn't used to be this thing, social media and Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff. You just were in retail and you sold stuff and you had a website. But now this social piece is so important. It's it's the, you know, we got we, the old cliche, no like trust. Um, and you narrow that down to just seeing consistency and the brand message and the people that you are and the trust factor just comes in. And then people go, oh, I want to help them win this. And ultimately, you won a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and for those who don't know, Super Bowl commercials are about the most expensive television time that you could imagine I mean, what was it a five million dollars for 30 seconds yeah they said it was a five million dollar spot and that was before the production into it paid for the production of the commercial and, and they wanted it to fit in in the super bowl so it was a high budget production they actually built a 45 foot viking ship hired <laughs> 26 vikings they put it on this platform that that moved uh, with hydraulics and they you know they shot in this giant warehouse they had the best people in the business shooting it they had the 
the lighting guy who did I think he just won a um, some some type of movie award for the Life of Pi, Gosh. and the special effects team that did the commercial did Pirates of the Caribbean's water scenes. So they they really put together this great commercial for us, and um, I mean it went off like a bang. But then the first we we released it two Thursdays before the yeah. Super Bowl, and you know it had. I think three million views within the first couple of days, and um, after the Super Bowl was voted, well, Sports Illustrated voted it the number one commercial, Woo! and a few, yeah, it was, it was nuts. That's <laughs> I mean, awesome. A few, other, a few other publications had it around like the sixth best, or um, I think Yahoo gave us an A plus, which is great, and it, it drove tons of traffic to our website when it went off. We we had 140. 140,000 people on our site at once uh, right after the Super Bowl. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's more than I think we've had in months. So. <laughs> That's I mean, And you're going to stay in touch with, I mean, those people now, they know you. Even if they didn't order right then, they now are aware of you. If they had never heard of you, they now have come over. You have a really cool website. It's really easy to navigate. Um, and now they may not order now, but they're going to be out of coffee and they're going to go, you know what? I want to try that death wish coffee. And there you are. You're everywhere. You search Google strongest caffeine, all that stuff. You're coming up. You've got tons of new customers. We have a a decent retargeting um, program going on right now. So if you go to our site, you'll see our ads pop up all over the place. Um, And that's been pretty beneficial for us. Um, You know, we track, we track that pretty much daily and, um, it seems to have a, like a decent return on investment. Not only that, but the people have joined our mailing list. We ran a uh, free coffee for life campaign during the Super Bowl for people who hit our site and sign up for our mailing list. Um, so we had, you know, we had a nice lead capture. And we captured a lot of leads that way too. Our, our email list grew by about forty thousand people. Wow, that's and, awesome. <laughs> um, you know, we just. That's that's just it's such an incredible story. And, and the thing that it does um, is because you're one of us, you know, you are um, just a guy out there who had a great idea. And uh, you have run with it and developed this amazing brand. And um, it's gone all the way from just, uh, you know, an, an idea you were struggling, failures, uh, borrowing money from mom to building a brand that has now gone global, um, got probably the biggest boost a commercial can ever have as being a Super Bowl commercial. Because even if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, like this girl right here, you went and watched the commercials, right? Because the commercials are what's talked about. Uh, so just amazing, amazing stuff. And, um, we, we lost Michael. (laughs) We still have his smiling face, but we lost Michael. Um, we're, we're trying to get him back on, uh, because I was going to ask him one last question. Um, but you can go connect with Michael. Oh, we got him. We got you back. Are you, we have you back, Michael. I am here. Hey, Sorry about yay. that. That's okay. Uh, so what I want to leave everybody with is, um, and I was just telling you how you're one of us. You know, you you were struggling. You were borrowing money from mom you know, to try to keep oh, yeah. your business open. Um, <laughs> uh, by, 
by all means, that would be considered a failure. Um, but you didn't quit and you listened to your customers and you, you got an idea and you ran with it. Uh, so what would you tell those who right now are maybe discouraged, uh, maybe, you know, kind of sitting on an idea that maybe somebody's told them they're nuts, you know, you can't do that. Or maybe they've just not even talked about it, but they're, they've got this idea. What would you, what would you say to them in going forward? Well, I mean, if you're struggling, I'd say just keep at it. I've, I've, it seems like all the successes I had, I had them after many, many failures. And it was the success came right after I was just about to quit. You know, that was like, oh, I can't do this one more day. And I'm just like, well, I'll push through one more day and I'll see what happens. And, and, and I feel like that's it's right when you're at that point of like absolute failure. That's when success kicks in. I don't know why it works like that. It must be like just a weird way life works. Um, but if you're just sitting on an idea and you think it's a good idea, I mean, I test the market. I mean, it's so easy to test with the internet now. Um, and if it makes sense, just do it. I, I hate when people. Oh, we're losing you know, them again. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, people say, you know, I want to do all these things. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, why don't you just do it? You know, you know, take that, take yeah. that leap. And it's not, it's not always easy, but I mean, if you do it, it's once you, once you take that first step. And gain a little momentum. That's when you really, that's when you start to feel alive, and it's and it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's like Indiana Jones stepping out. You know, just knowing he, he's told to do it. It's oh, there's the bridge. You know, <laughs> make it happen. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for coming on. I know um, my husband can't wait to try this. I'm not going to let him try it like at nighttime though. I'm going to make him try it in the morning first time. Uh, <laughs> just, that's smart. <laughs> He's a big coffee drinker, um, so he's very excited about this. And um, I, I hope you will come on again. Maybe come out to Vegas, come be in the studio with us right. live sometime. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. And uh, <laughs> where can people go find Death Wish Coffee? They can find it on Amazon. I think we're the top-selling coffee, usually. And you can also find Death Wish Coffee at deathwishcoffee.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. Hey, and you guys, this is what the Niche to Profit Academy is all about. Taking an idea, taking a business that maybe you've you've been in it for, you know, 15 years, 18 years, 20 years, and you're kind of still in that same place and kind of doing the daily grind. This is what's possible. This is what I help sellers do. Develop a niche that you can take and develop into an amazing brand. Uh, so it just makes everything easier. Come join us at the Niche to Profit Academy. And hey, I'll let you in there for 30 days for free. Use the code SHOW30 at nichetoprofitacademy.com. Come join us. Let's go watch their commercial. The day of reckoning is upon us. My brothers, what is life? If not to die, a glorious death! Fear not, for tonight we drink in the halls of Valhalla! Grow! Awaken and welcome death! Death Wish Coffee, fiercely caffeinated. Intuit QuickBooks is proud to put a small business on today's game. Isn't that commercial awesome? I mean, I mean, they have so targeted their their ideal customer. Uh, it's amazing. That's that's what it's all about, you guys. All right, 
We have a couple of items. This comes from one of our newest appsters, because that's what you get known as when you join the Niche to Profit Academy. Uh, Gail, Gail Rosenke. I'm not sure I'm saying her name right. (laughs) uh, So here's what she said. She says she's done photo retakes, fiddled with keywords, uh, using completed of similar items and therapy keywords, added, removed, best offer, adjusted the price up and down, um, might have listed them on social media once, but admit that it's not, it's an area she's weak in. We're going to help you with that. Uh, So much stuff to do um, that she just, can't quite get these things figured out. So here we are here to help. All right. So the first one is this mid-century coffee pot from Ernest Sohn Creations. Now her title says Ernest Sohn Creations Ivory Coffee Pot Gold Gold Band with Lid Mid-Century. Big thing I want to tell you guys is don't try to describe your item in the title. Uh, this is what gets you caught up. When you are going into the description of the of the item in the title, there's too many words there. Really zero in on who, number one, is the ideal buyer for this item. Okay. Think that. What are they typing into search? So I would change this title to mid-century coffee pot. There's a lot of mid-century coffee pot shoppers versus those looking for the Ernest Sohn creations. Now, I wouldn't leave Ernest Sohn creations out because there are collectors of that, but I would put that secondary to mid-century coffee pot, Ernest Sohn creations. That's it. That's all I'd put in that title. Um, Then I'm kind of looking. So let's see if you guys can see this. We come down here to the shipping. That's a big ouch. Owie, owie, owie. Uh, I'm sure what's happened there is it's an oversized package and she kept uh, expedited shipping as the first option. So two things here. When you break out your shipping, for those I can't yet convert over into free shipping, if you are going to break out your shipping, be very careful what the first choice is that you're offering to your customers. Go with an economy. I'm using FedEx SmartPost as a first choice. Here's the deal. If you use something like FedEx Smart Post, it gives you a little leeway. You can upgrade that shipping, make your customers really happy because it's going to get there faster and it's going to cost you less sometimes, depending what it is. Um, Offer them the expedited, give them the option if they really want it that way. Um, But this is going to cost you sales. As showing $40 shipping, nobody's going to buy that. So that's a big issue. Now, personally, what I would do with this is charge maybe 49 and you like the 60 cent, you know, thing there. So 4960 with free shipping. Still getting you don't need to ship this uh priority, which is an expedited. You can ship this an economy method. If somebody doesn't want to upgrade, right? Or if they're only like one state over, you can ship it priority still and make them really, really happy. So I think that's really what is causing this not to sell. The other thing is, you can see when I when I hover over the picture here, there's no zoom. There's no zoom. And I dug a little bit, and these are really, really small pictures. These are the bare minimum for picture size. So you want to get really big pictures, especially for collectible items, because collectors... 
like to zoom in and look the item over. Um, and even more so when you say that there is a little bit of discoloration or, or something in the condition area. So <clears throat> those are the two things I think that are keeping this from selling. So revise those. I think you can get this sold. The other item is a sexy pinup girl bikini barrel Niagara Falls unique 3D coffee mug. And we scrolled up the page. Uh, teacup green. See how you're trying to get coffee and tea drinkers in there? That's going to cost you in the relevance. Um, also, color, item specifics. So I would shorten up this title to sexy pinup girl barrel mug. Those are really good words. Those are good keywords. Somebody looking for a sexy pinup girl mug, bam, they're going to find that. But you want mug way farther up in those words. And then I would put vintage Niagara Falls souvenir. Some people do look specifically for souvenirs, so that's okay to put in there. But I would take all that other stuff out. Also, again, we got the picture size issue. And I also noticed this is um, probably kind of one of those handmade items, still vintage, uh, but not as valuable as a true Niagara Falls souvenir. It's kind of a copy of. So price is good. You've got free shipping on this. All good on that. I think it's just a matter of get those pictures a little bit bigger and tighten up that title and this item is going to get sold. So there we go. All right. Um, and so what happens when you submit an item for why won't they buy and then you actually make these changes, something really cool happens and it turns into a hot sale. All right. I am so excited about this uh, because uh, two of the items submitted today for the hot sales were both uh, former Why Won't They Buy submissions. And you sellers, you took action. You made the changes and voila. And where's our, where, where's that sound effect? There it is. A sale happens. Okay, so our first one comes from Beth Kelly, who is um, one of the appsters. She has gone through my marketing course. She's doing phenomenal things. She is niching into plus size clothing, but still had some comfort zone areas. Uh, we went on an in-person day with Danny. I do these occasionally um, when I'm traveling. I go around the country and you can come shopping with me. I will help you narrow in your niche and expand your comfort zones a little bit. This is one of those items. This is a Nightline Della silk gold black beaded top. I don't know how do you say that word. That's like sommelier or whatever that word was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but she took my advice. She changed the title. Uh, and here's what she did. She lightened up her pictures. Remember, they were really dark. She, so she, she made those pictures better. And you can see that Zoom thing I was talking about. Bam. You can zero in and look at every bit of this really close up. People love that. Okay. So here's the deal. She got this on a day with Danny back in, in November. And uh, she paid $18 for it. 
which one was a little more than she wanted to pay for items. But number two, it was an item she wouldn't have normally looked at. I said, go for it. We did a little research. Uh, so made the changes. You can see she listed for $79.97. Not a bad price. This is another lesson. That's not a bad price. That was not overpriced. But she took a best offer of $47. Okay. So, yeah, jackpot. Some of you would think that's a lowball offer. Probably would have countered it, you know, for $10 more or something. No, Beth didn't do that. She is in the business to sell things at a good margin. 18 into 47, and it fit in a flat rate padded envelope. So the shipping was six bucks. Look at that profit margin, about $25, $24 in there. That's a that's good, you guys. That's good. Don't get too greedy. Can't go broke making a profit. Remember that. You want to get this stuff sold. So um, awesome job, Beth. Awesome job. And and I'm watching Beth's whole brand develop on social media. Um, through newsletter, she's just doing the whole shebang, and uh, she's going to be the next Death Wish Coffee success story here pretty soon. Okay, here's another item. This was submitted from Nancy Modab. Uh, she submitted this Apple Whimsy bear doll thing. <laughs> um, crazy, crazy little critter here. Uh, she made the changes I suggested, which was to, again, tighten up that title. A lot of times that's all you have to do, guys, is really start thinking like the ideal customer. Get that title with the words that somebody is most likely to put in the search engine. I just did a whole webinar on why that is so important in the niche to profit academy um, because that is how eBay is determining what comes up for people. So you're going to actually get to track those numbers. Uh, so here we go. She paid, do, 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 do. let's see if she sold. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about $4.95 at a Goodwill? And it sold for $175. There you go. That profit right there gets you like two years in the academy. Come on. <laughs> um, little changes, you guys. Sometimes it's just the little changes and you need another eye to come in there and look at this stuff and, and help you out. So I am really excited. But here is probably my most exciting moment. Matt. Matt Pinkish. Uh, he says the Appsters. There he has his own sound effect. Yes, that is a chainsaw. The Appsters have already heard me jumping up and down over my coolest sale to date. Sold an Echo Chainsaw on its own, a $300 sale. It's cool, but what made this one really cool is that it was his first sale on his standalone website. Yes! So he says, eBay fees, zero. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Because what would the fees be on a $300 sale on eBay? You're going to be paying, you know, 30 bucks or so. A little more than that with the PayPal fees. Um, he bought the chainsaw for $15. Only needed, yep, only needed some carb adjustments. And he spent about $40 getting a new bar and chain for it. It sold Friday for $275 plus $25 shipping. And he can put a link to the page. Oh, yeah. And here we go. Here's his website. Matt's Equipment Repair. Hello. Easy peasy. Look at that. Matt's doing free shipping. Gosh, I love it. 
Matt, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so excited. Uh, Matt was an everything seller when he joined the Appsters. He was trying to figure out how to sell plush and tchotchkes and glass. And I said, no, 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 no. You've got a niche. You've got this guy stuff. You've got this chainsaw parts and, and, uh, and, uh, what are those things you, lawnmowers. <laughs> like, we don't have grass in Vegas. That word doesn't come easy. Uh, lawnmowers and chainsaws and, ah, this is so cool. Uh, so he's just really going gangbusters. He's quit his job and, and there you go. And that is what is possible. So, hey, we can't show them all. Come over to the Niche to Profit Facebook group. Every Sunday, we run a thread that shows all these amazing hot sales. And uh, you can see, I think it was about 20 of them this week. Everybody shared. And, and they share the whole story behind them. Where they found them, what made them buy them, how much they paid, and how much they sold for. You can get a lot of information there to grow your own business. Come join us. Free group. Why wouldn't you join us? Let's go. All right. And now my little uh, musical commercial. <laughs> for some pick it or pass it. But first, if you were just listening on audio, say you're over on iTunes and you're going, what the heck was that little one minute interlude of music? Well, no, that really was uh, my little commercial for the Niche to Profit Academy. Uh, And I want you to know you can use the code SHOW30, S-H-O-W-30. Come over and, and try it for 30 days. Check it out. Dive in. You get full access to all the content. You get to be in on our monthly webinar. Join the Facebook group. All that good stuff. Um, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. You won't want to leave because your sales are going to grow because uh, that's what we do. I'm there. I'm there. I'm helping you guys. Other appsters are there to help you guys. Um, and it, it's just a it's a crazy cool thing. Okay. Last week uh, we had. This little ugly do doodad. <laughs> like, okay, so but my clues, my clues, you guys. Oh my gosh, I really worked hard on those clues. 
Uh, if you were to have looked up Weslow or Hodge or Mahon, that would have given it to you right there. That's all you had to do. And I try to pick pieces where you guys can learn something about some be on the lookout for or pass. Because sometimes I can save you money and make you money because of stuff that doesn't go in your cart. This was one of those items. This is a really ugly uh, pottery face mug. Now, yes, I do like pottery face mugs, but I like the ones that are not amateur. You can see this one. This one, I think, was a school project. I'm just, sorry if you're out there watching and I just hurt your feelings because this was your school project, but why did your mom donate it? That's all I got to say. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did pass this one. I did pass this one. And I caught I caught some of you on this. I caught you. Um, but really, uh, the clues are the key uh, to whether or not I'm, I'm uh, going to pick or pass these things. So, and you have two chances to win. Remember that, too. So even if you don't quite know what it is, at least guess whether, did I pick it or pass it? And vice versa. Because if you guessed what it was and you got the other one wrong, you can still get in the bucket. And it only takes 15 seconds to guess. Really. It's really easy. Boom. And what can you win? Okay. You can win like these cool groovy prizes like the niche to profit tote bag. Great for taking to flea markets, estate sales, the grocery store. Hey, it works in all places. And then people can ask you, what the heck is that? And you can tell them and bring them over and make me really happy. And then we've got... Our I Got Nitchy watching the Niche to Profit Show t-shirts with the Vegas Video Network. Yes. Yes, Scott really likes these t-shirts. Oh. Although, why, why, aren't you, why aren't you wearing one, Scott? I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, because I didn't give him one. <laughs> that could be why. And then we have the Niche to Profit coffee mug. Hey, we don't happen to have that picture of uh, mug of uh, mug of Matt's. There we go. That is Matt Pinkish, who I just talked about using using his groovy niche to profit show coffee mug. So it really does hold coffee. Hey, and since our whole show has been about coffee, put some Death Wish coffee in there too. Okay, here's what I'm adding, you guys. Uh, this is uh, something I had to really think about, but you know what? Yep, I want to do this for you. So you've heard me talk about my 25-point uh, business review. Guess what? That is now a choice of prizes. Basically, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go into your store, your business, your social media marketing, anything you have connected to your business, and I'm going to go through 25 pieces of that and give you advice on uh, what you can change, what could be better, ideas that I have for you, how you can grow your sales like tomorrow. Okay, uh, that is the newest prize I am adding to the Pick It or Pass It segment. Uh, so um, I want to make you guys money. I want to make I want to make it so you can make you money. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, it's all about making more money. I get it, you guys. Okay, so it's a really good chance of winning this week because not very many of you entered. So, hey, it's all good, right? First, we have Annette Kincaid said, ugly face pottery mug. You are correct. And you bought it. Definitely, not definitely. I did not buy it. Uh, do, 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 do. Lisa Hensley. 
Ugly face coffee mug. Since you said it wasn't Mahon, Weslow, or Hodge, you passed it. Very good, Lisa. Very good. Picking up on that little clue there. We have Judy Beeson. Uh, weird pottery mug. I'll take it. And only $3.99, so I think Danny would buy it. I did not. You guys, sometimes it's not just about the price you can buy it at. If it's just not going to be an item that you can sell quickly and for a good profit, pass it. Uh, Richard Corr, stoneware, ugly face mug. Yep. They sell all over the board for little to high, but since this is not a signed piece and looks homemade, I will say this is not your cup of tea and passed it. Very good, Richard. Very, very good. All right. Let me shake the entries in our magical covered wagon. Do you guys? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, he heard that all the way through his headphones there. Hey, you guys ever notice that I still have the price tag that I paid for this lovely little covered wagon? I'm just fun little thing there. Oh, they're all falling out. Let's see. And our winner is that would be Lisa Hensley. Lisa Hensley. Let me know what you would like of the prizes, the mug, the t-shirt, the tote bag, or the 25-point business review. Send that over to niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. All right, this week, this week, <laughs> where's my clues? Oh, look at these shoes. Oh, my, 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 my. Aren't those awesome? <laughs> All right, this week's clues are number one, the name of these shoes would make your grammar teacher cringe. Number two, made in one of my favorite countries known for glass production. Ah, there's a clue. Those of you who know me, you already know that one. Uh, crickets are good luck, but are big juicy beetles. I'm <laughs> just saying. All right, send your answers to niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. Niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. And by the way, if you missed that, don't worry. Go watch Facebook. Go over. Would you please go like the Niche to Profit show Facebook page? That would be awesome. I post this over there. You get the clues again. Come see me over there. Give us a like. All right. Wow. Let's see. What do we have coming up next week? Starting March 1st, we start the Ultimate Listing Challenge. The Ultimate Listing Challenge is a free challenge that I run three times a year. There is a Facebook group, but more importantly, you uh, sign up and each day for 30 days, you are going to get a personal message, tip, um, some workaround, a hack, a, a trick, something to help it, help it, help you make your business easier. Get the listings up, track the data, and you're going to make more money in March than you have doing your old routine. So come join us with that. It's ultimatelistingchallenge.com, ultimatelistingchallenge.com. Uh, something I love doing for you guys, uh, love pushing you, motivating you, helping you with those listings uh, to make your businesses better. So that's getting ready to start up. Also, for those of you who do wholesale, the ASD trade show starts Sunday and runs through Wednesday of next week. And if you are coming to that 
please come see me Tuesday, one o'clock in the North Hall. I will be speaking. I will be speaking in room N245 at 3 p.m. talking how you can use eBay as a customer acquisition and marketing tool. Uh, So come join me. Meet me in person. Come say hi. You know what I look like. I don't know what you look like. Come say you're a fan of the show. Uh, Would love to meet and and greet you there. And uh, there we go. All right. I, I got my reminders out of the way. If you missed a show and you want to catch up, we record and replay and upload this everywhere. You can go to iTunes, of course. We would love a review, a five-star review, hopefully. Uh, You can go to Roku, Stitcher, Chromecast, uh, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV, YouTube, both on the Vegas Video Network channel and the Danny App channel. And on the Danny App channel, you guys, I post all kinds of cool stuff over there and tips on making your business better as well. Come subscribe so you can get those notifications when I put that stuff up. Um, gosh, we are on Facebook and Twitter and, and Pinterest and, and just about everywhere because the Vegas video network rocks and there's other really groovy shows on the Vegas video network. There we go, guys. Come back next week. Going to give you the lowdown on what happened at ASD and things that I saw, new trends, uh, wholesale products, and I'll have a special guest with me. And with that, go be profitable and make it fun.